You guys remember that episode we did on challenge? Let's talk about that. You are listening to the Strong Howard Podcast, a podcast where all topics are on the table, from brotherhood and faith, culture and wisdom. So pull up a chair and join us as we talk about the things that build us up and make us strong. Welcome back to the Strong Tower Podcast. I'm your host, Tom, here as always with John and Mike. And uh, just with all that's been going on and some of the topics that we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks, uh, we thought it might be a good idea to jump back into the conversation that we had on challenge actually it was a, ser- a series of conversations that we had on challenge back at the beginning of, of strong towers and just kind of check in on, on where we're all at, where we're finding challenge, the good kind of challenge. I think mostly <laughs> not the bad kind of 2020 yeah. challenge. Yeah. We're getting a lot of that. Yeah. You know, and, and kind of revisit those, those areas. Uh, we talked originally about physical, mental and spiritual challenge back in those episodes. And so if you haven't listened to those yet, Go ahead and, and uh, find those. We had a couple of guests on to talk about each of those categories with us and, and just what that means to them and how they're pursuing challenge in those areas and growth in those areas. And So we just thought it was it was good two years later, I guess, right? Wow. Two years later? Huh. Um, to check back in and, and uh, see how we're all doing. So, Mike? No, I'm I'm glad we're talking about this. I'm I'm like really excited to think about going back and and almost having that uh, milestone or those check ins every once in a while to kind of get a feel on how you're going on with mm-hmm. stuff. You know, we had the conversation with the guys from Dynasty last week, and um, I was just thinking to myself like, man, those the goals and the things that they had set out, yeah, they didn't just fall into it, right? I mean, it had to have they had to have some sort of plan, right? They had to have something like these are the, these are what we need to get done in order to to make our dream come true. And uh, it just made me go back to uh, not only the episode on challenge, but also habit information. Yeah. And uh, popped open one of my old uh, journals and and started drawing in it again and saying, "All right, let's let's start up a habit tracker again, just to have that visual guide and that reminder of, hey, these are the things that I set out to do. Um, what are the little changes that are going to get me there? Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so the big challenge that I had uh, for 2020. Uh, was to run the marathon. And um, for the most part, I did pretty well. I mean, I got ahead of schedule for a lot of it. And then I guess I just got a little, I don't want to say cocky, but I got a little bit too comfortable with my abilities in running. And I stopped doing my Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday runs as religiously as I had started. So like those maintenance runs um, became, ah, it's only three miles. It's only five miles. I'll make it up. You know, I'll get it done tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Ran 16 miles, 16 and a half miles one weekend. And the next day, my leg was just swollen. And I was like, man, you know, is it shin splints? You know, is it injury? So, you know, I started trying to run back up, gave it a little bit of rest during the week again. You know, those Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday runs, <laughs> they don't matter. Came back out on a Saturday, ran another, like, I think it was like eight or nine. Started swelling up, swelling up again. And it was just one of those things where I was like, I got a little upset at myself for another time that I just didn't keep with the plan. Yeah. And so the challenge was both a mental and a physical challenge at that point where it's like, man, you know, 
do I just quit? Do I just, maybe I'm not made for running, right? There's some people who just don't have that body type for running. And, um, and so, um, you know, discussing it again with, you know, the guys that I've been running with and, you know, kind of having a new plan, trying to go back out. Um, my goal is still to do an ultra next year. So I'm still on track to do that. Um, it's just a matter of getting back, back at the plan, starting at day one, um, and getting those maintenance run ins and being more, I think those runs are actually more important than the longer runs. Yeah. Um, I think those ones for me is what builds the, the, you know, like the, yeah. Endurance. For just to be clear, you're talking about a hundred mile ultra because you did do an ultra this yes, year. Yes, yes, I did do. I don't know. That, I don't know if that. I, I'm not going to take anything away from it because it was an awesome experience. But it was broken up into different segments, right? So it was like it true. Was like, it was yeah. like a couple hours here, and then a couple hours there. I mean, it was all within 24 hours. But um, I mean, yeah. I'm not like Zach, man. Zach just ran out and did a marathon on a on a random I Tuesday, know. right? And I'm like, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like. I called him back up at the end of my work day. I'm like, hey, where are you at? He goes, oh, I'm still like three miles from the house. I'm like, are you kidding me, dude? Like, I wanted to go yeah. out and run with him, but it's had to Tuesday go afternoon. It's a Tuesday afternoon, right? Run 26 miles. Yeah, but uh, point two. Point. <laughs> <laughs> no, but going back to it, I think it's 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 important for me to keep track of that, to realize the importance of of those maintenance runs, and not only that, but I I feel like I can't use the excuse I'm not built for running because I've ran right. I've been able to mm-hmm. do some of it. Yeah. Um. And so I just need to be stronger during the week in getting those runs in. And so yeah. that's where I'm at right now with uh, with both, uh, I guess, a mental and a physical challenge. I'm mm-hmm. part of that. I'm trying to figure out a way to tie in, you know, spiritual. But yeah. we'll figure that out. And I like what you brought up with the, the Dynasty guys in the conversation that we were having with them. They almost, like, organically have challenge built in because of the way that they have set themselves up to do what they want. Oh, do. yeah, for sure. Right. You know, they, they said several times, we don't want to do fleet beers. Right. Yeah. You know? So they're number one, challenging themselves with every product. Mm-hmm. And then their mindset is, okay, how do we do it better next time? Right. Right. And so that, that incremental challenge is also there. And it's just the way that they're doing it. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we talk about that with, with habit and, and forming those things is like, how do you get to that place where it, this is just the way that I approach it? You know? Yeah. I, lo- I love that conversation. It also made me start thinking about strong towers, right. And how, how be creative in, in that way and how we can uh, push the conversations in, in different mm-hmm. directions and, and, you know, having that weekly, you know, goal of, of trying to, you know, talk about the things that yeah. build us up and make us strong. So yeah. nice. Well, I mean, it is such an omnipresent topic. Right. I mean, right. that's why it was so relevant back in season one when we did it. And I had to go back and check because 2020 has felt interminable. That's so true. everything feels years ago. It was only <laughs> last year. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Which is nuts. It is crazy. But, right. I mean, the, the intentionality of choosing challenge, I think, was one of the things that we tried to highlight in yeah. that previous series that we did. And, you know, Mike, as you're talking about running and we're talking about the guys at Dynasty, that intentionality piece seems to be coming back again and again with challenge that this is something that we're willing to seek out. And so Mike, like even, even as you didn't get to do the marathon the way that you wanted to, I mean, you've had incredible gains from your pursuit of the challenge of running a marathon, even though the marathon itself didn't get to happen on the day that you wanted in the way that you wanted. I mean, you dropped 30 pounds Yeah, yeah. from the pursuit of the challenge of running a marathon. Yeah. And so not that this is ever just about silver linings, um, as a friend of ours says, you know, if you get too focused on that, it's like silver linings on a poop cloud. <laughs> but like the, 
when we challenge ourselves, when we push ourselves to do things that we're not sure we can accomplish, even if we fall short of the mark that we have in our head, there is still incredible good that comes from it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, Tom, I know that, I mean, you've talked a lot about you were a runner. Yeah. And that's been very much in the past tense for you lately. Yeah. Until. Well, I'm so I was thinking, you know, the reason kind of we kicked off the challenge series was because we'd all run the Ragnar the previous yeah. fall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was sort of the, the seed for that whole series of conversations that we had. And I actually leading up to the Ragnar. And I think I talked about this when we were doing the episodes. Uh, leading up to the Ragnar, I was starting to to feel some pain in my knee, and then actually doing the race that weekend, um, it just got way worse. And um, I would say probably for about a year, I had pretty continuous pain mm-hmm. um, in in my one knee, um, and being you know dumb guy not going to go to the doctor as I am. I was like, it'll get better. I'll just stop running. Um, and then I, you know, I was really missing doing anything because as a runner, that was my primary form of fitness. Um, and so I did, I, I, you know, started doing fitness classes and, and that actually ended up making me start to feel better. Um, because it wasn't focusing on the same, you know, muscles in the same part of my knee. Um, but I would still, every once in a while, you know, um, it would hurt. And, and as soon as I would try and run, I would feel it again. Um, so now, finally, maybe, you know, as a result of having some extra time and uh, everybody being more concerned about their health this year, <laughs> I, I pulled the trigger and, and, uh, and actually went to the doctor. And, um, you know, uh, he was like, yeah, you, you have a patella tendon tear. Um, so you know, probably should have been something I took care of two years ago. Um, and it's all inflamed and it makes sense that you're in pain a lot of the time. And, and the way that, uh, it's torn, uh, the location that it's torn, it, it's definitely like a running thing. and it, It's totally going to hurt when you run. Um, so I've been in PT now for uh, a couple of weeks and, uh, the, the therapist said, um, just last week, he was like, you know, why don't you, why don't you jog and see how it feels and, and, and you know, kind of judge the progress? Because um, honestly, like running is the only thing that consistently makes it hurt. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I go to these appointments and I can do everything that he's asking me to do and it, it doesn't hurt. I can't tell him that like my pain increases when I do this or whatever. You know, I walk, I walk in, it's good. I leave, it's good. Uh, so um, he's like, well, you know, try and go for a jog and, and see how it feels and uh so i did i, I ran around our property um, the other night and uh, and it actually feels way better that's awesome not 100 percent um for sure but it was at least enough for me to think mm-hmm. okay running may be in the future um, because one of the things that got me to finally go to the doctor was um our oldest aiden uh, has just he's been asking to run that's like, awesome. Like, I don't, I don't want to, I mean, I know eventually you'll get faster than me and whatever, <laughs> but like, I don't want to not be able to engage with yeah. my kids in that way. Even if it is just like chasing them around the yard, mm-hmm. not actually going for a run. Um, you know, it was time to get it looked at. Um, so yeah, having the, the pain, not gone for sure, but 
but definitely better than it was. Like, put out that hope that, uh, okay, mm-hmm. I, this may be in my future. Uh, you know, I, I may be able to figure out, um, you know, once once the therapy's over, if you know, if I can continue doing the exercises, which I'm terrible at doing on my own <laughs> at home. Um, you know, and and uh, you know, adding in some other stuff. They've got me on a bike um, while I'm at the appointments, and so um, you know, I was actually going on Facebook Marketplace to see if there's any like cheap exercise bike that I can get and just put in the basement or whatever. And I think Mike has a single gear you could have now. <laughs> I I'm. I'll cut this part out, but I, <laughs> I, I, I had a, I had a sit down bike that I was trying to get rid of for like Did a you? year, and nobody took it, so I just gave it away to some random person at the beginning of COVID. Sorry, that's all right. Out. Um, yeah, so um, you know, I'm not 20 anymore for sure. So uh, apparently, it's time for me to start taking care of myself a little bit better. I'm not yeah. just going out and pounding the pain all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, you know, I, I have missed in all the conversations and, and the, the things that you've been doing with Zach and with Alex and, um, you know, just having to like step back from here is this race or this whatever that, that we're going to go do and we're going to challenge ourselves to go do that. Um, it, it has been hard to, to yeah. just be on the back burner and, and not be able to engage yeah. in that. Um, and so being able to, to not tomorrow, but but see that that could be coming back. Yeah. Um, that was a really good feeling when, you know, yeah. when I went out and I did that lap around the yard. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that yeah. you know, sometime soon. And it was interesting to me because you and I were talking about this just recently as we were driving somewhere together. And I asked you how physical therapy was going and you were telling me it was really positive and you got this run around the yard and, and you were optimistic about returning to running but recognizing that maybe you couldn't do crazy distances and so you said, so maybe I'll just train for a triathlon. And you said it like it was just, you know, a matter of, and I'm sitting there like, wait, I, what? Well, okay. So I didn't say the Iron Man. <laughs> oh, sure. Sure. Because that would be crazy. Yeah. Um, but actually my thinking on that is it, it would force me to do other things. Yeah. You know, I, I think part of what got me in, in trouble was. I was like, okay, like, you know, like Mike, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do marathons. Yeah. And so yeah. if I'm going to do marathons, right. you I'm, gotta run. I'm just going to run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was all that I did was I just ran. Um, and so, you know, not fully fleshed out. I, I will grant you <laughs> the, uh, the triathlon idea was just like, how do I, you know, how do I force myself to have to train right. other things? Um, you know, the, the adventure races that Zach does too, yeah. where you're, you're on the bike and yeah. Um, you know, that kind of stuff, just so there's those different modes going on. Yeah. Um, because as a runner, uh, in, a, in my previous life, um, you know, that's just easy for me to fall back. Right. I'm going to go out and I'm going to do, a, you know, however many miles. Right. Well, but so this is part of why I wanted to come back to this topic <laughs> because between you just casually throwing out, <laughs> yeah, I'm finishing up physical therapy on a knee that I haven't been able to run on for two years. So I'm thinking maybe triathlons. And then Mike, who trains for a marathon, you know, the the leg doesn't work at the last second. And so he's like, you know, I think maybe ultra marathon as well. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here like, what is what is happening right now? 2020 is weird enough, but like there there is it seems like we've drank the Kool-Aid a little bit mm-hmm. with this notion of challenge. That yeah. we have gotten to a place where embracing challenge mm-hmm. 
and and not in like a a super machismo kind of way not in a you know man you know kind of way but in a like this is this is starting to become i think more deeply embedded than we realize Mm -hmm. because you just threw out triathlon as the natural extension of physical therapy for a (laughs) knee and mike went you know i didn't get to run my marathon so i'm thinking maybe 50 miles (laughs) yeah and and i'm like maybe i'm the odd one out here but i'm just scratching my head like that did I miss a month yeah. or six months <laughs> or a year yeah. in the yeah. life of two people that I think I know? Like, and it's just it's it's cool to see this notion of challenge taking such deep root. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny because as I'm trying to think of challenge and then also conflict, right? I think yeah. you know I, I wrote about that in one of our blogs a long time ago. You know, we choose challenge. Yeah. Conflict is thrust upon us, right? Yeah. And I think about we've all have experienced conflict this year, right? Whether that's injury, whether that's, you know, uh, sickness, whether that's family, whether that's work, but choosing choosing challenge is something that I, I, you're saying it, right? This is something that's built into us that we we are naturally seeking out challenge. Mm-hmm. And even though there may be conflict throughout the challenge, um, I think it's important to recognize that and saying, hey, that's two different things, right? I, yeah. I, I have a choice to choose challenge and I'm going to continue to choose that to build to build myself. And yeah. and uh, I, I love hearing, I'm, now I'm like thinking, oh man, I got my bike. Let's, let's go do it. Let's go do it. <laughs> no, your bike's try. too fast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I go back to what Nathan said yeah. in, in those original episodes on challenge, you know, that there is something he was talking specifically in the physical um, area, but there is something about pushing yourself to that limit and saying, I am going to choose to go one mile further, to yeah. push a little harder, you know, and really extending yourself in that way. That is, you know, I forget the way that he put it exactly, but but it essentially it's hitting on all of those areas. Right? Oh yeah, it's yeah. Mental, spiritual, physical, all at the same time, and is just such an avenue for growth. You know, because I, I think you would be hard pressed to find an example of somebody who is really challenging themselves physically, who is also not simultaneously growing in the other areas mm-hmm. of their life. Do you think the topic of challenge is coming up for us again now because of 2020, because of COVID, or is it because December's rolling around and how easy is it for us to start thinking uh, news resolutions and those new set of challenges that we're going to set out for ourselves? I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to stick with, I'm going to stick with my assumption that this is starting to become something that's more deeply embedded. Mm -hmm. Like it. Because again, most people don't start, training for outdoorsy physical challenges as winter is approaching (laughs) right that's usually a indoors in the gym in january yeah or it's spring is coming and i want to get outdoors and enjoy and so find something and so as we're approaching the beginning of winter that's not usually when people like i'm gonna go start running a lot you know what though the one thing that i've enjoyed about running and the challenge that has brought and kind of touching on all those different areas like nate said yes I've lost 30 pounds. Yes, I've, I've felt better about running. Yes, I want to get out and do it more. But I get excited when I hear Tom say, man, I, I really want to start running. Mm-hmm. Or I get those messages from you, John, saying, hey, do you want to go run five miles? Like that is not lost on me That's that, hey, other people want to get involved and want to have these 
not just the runs, but the conversations that we have, mm-hmm. the challenges that we're overcoming together as a group, right? And and you can help me on this. What what the uh, Nate Allen says about men, and you know, yeah, what, I forget so we, how it, um, we battle to bond, battle to bond, right? And it's one of those situations where I look at running as that battle, right? And, yeah, and that kind of like, hey, this is gonna hurt. We're gonna get beat up a little bit, and we're gonna overcome it together. Mm-hmm. And so when I think about this winter and using the cheesy analogy of building my roots out during the fall and during the winter. Um, I'm, I'm looking at building those with you guys, right? And, yeah. and getting those runs in. So I'm excited. But I think too, it, there's a different mental aspect of it too, because we are talking about community at the same time. Oh yeah. Right. And you know, for me, I always, you know, people, people ask, always would ask, you know, do you like running? You know, you're out there doing that. And my response was no, nobody <laughs> likes running. <laughs> You know, there's so many better things to be doing, but there's a mental piece of like, I can make myself do this. And so for me, you know, especially when you're talking about cross country or long distance, that was always like in my head, how am I accomplishing this and and meeting the goal? So to have that flip and be like, no, like, I don't want to go run by myself. This is actually going to be a better experience if I do a buddy run. Um, you know, and, and if we are approaching the shared challenge, uh, because then you have that support system and it's not just, uh, like the worst are out and back runs yeah. that you're doing yeah. by yourself. <laughs> you're like I could just turn around anytime, you want. <laughs> anytime I want, you know, yeah, yeah. um, but having somebody there is a totally different experience, you know, and, and there is definitely something to that. That maybe is, like you said, John, that it it's like being more deeply ingrained in us because we are finding ways to engage in that with other people. So continuing on the topic of challenge, we've talked physical, we've talked a little bit mental as overcoming that and stuff, but how you guys challenge yourself spiritually? You know, I think that's one of the ones that we, um, it's really easy to go to the physical because it's easy to find mm-hmm. ways to challenge ourselves that way. So... I'll throw it back out to you guys, you know, spiritually, how you're challenging yourselves. Well, I feel like it's an un- unfair response because it's going to circle us right back to physical. <laughs> but for me, the spiritual challenge lately has been disciplining my body. Mm. Um, so I like running, but I'm not a runner. Mm. I miss sports. And that's not a COVID thing. That's a I'm 38 and I have... <laughs> accumulated damage on my body from years of basketball and volleyball that prevent me now from playing sports. And so running's my outlet for athletic activity. I mean, I've had dreams lately this year and maybe I I think I blame Facebook memories for this because (laughs) it's popped up a couple of memories of when I was still playing volleyball as an adult out of college and, you know, just, whether it was action shots or team shots or whatever's popping up, some of the nostalgia kicked in a couple of times over the last few months. And I had a very vivid dream of playing again. Mm. And and it wasn't anything particularly, you know, momentous, but it was just like, you know, in the dream, I could feel my body functioning the way that it did when I played Mm. and just, you know, sort of, and volleyball in particular, like, it's not racing up and down a court. It's not, you know, but there's an effortlessness sometimes that comes from the, 
the little bit of running you do and the jumping and it just it, it flows and so i had this dream and i was just like it felt good <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was legitimately sad when i woke up that that this is very much a past tense thing for me yeah that no amount of physical therapy is going to restore this like that that chapter's closed it's done and and yet my body still aches for physical accomplishment for for athletic activity and and so running's become that but it's become very much a, a spiritual thing to discipline the body to go out and get miles not just to get in better shape but because i'm constantly feeling encouragement you know both internally from myself but also externally from god like the phrase just keeps coming to mind for months and months honestly for a couple of years now of you're stronger than you know you're stronger than you know. Yeah. You know, essentially like don't settle. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm pretty strong. I mean, all this work on the house like yeah. I'm decently strong. But this recurring invitation to accept the challenge of you're stronger than you know. Push yourself. You can do more. And so going out and running a few miles. I ran track one year in high school as training for volleyball. And I remember running five miles. And I remember thinking, wow, that was like, most people don't run five miles. That was awesome. I mean, other than those crazy cross country people, like those guys are nuts, (laughs) but most normal people don't run five miles. And, you know, the last few weeks, like I'm knocking out five miles pretty regularly. And I'm thinking I'm 38. This is, this is pretty good. Mm. And yet I feel this internal invitation to, you're stronger than you know. Mm. And it's messing with me. And, and it feels like, and I blame Mike mostly <laughs> for this, but I mean, it feels like the invitation is train for a half marathon, mm-hmm. train for a marathon. That's never been on my bucket list. I know that's, that's a thing for some people. It's never been on my list. And so this, this isn't, and not that that's a bad thing. It's just, that's never anything that I've chased for myself, mm. but I'm feeling this encouragement on the spiritual side to go discipline my body to discover a level of capability that I've just not been willing to endure before. And so again, not to derail the spiritual question, but for me, the spiritual challenge lately has been the physical discipline that feels spiritually motivated. Yeah. I know too, you're also really good at, getting time with the father while you're out doing a walk or you know while you're out getting a couple miles or or whatever so you know there's a piece of that in your physical training that you are actually getting additional time yeah dedicated with him during those moments mm-hmm. for me this is a couple of weeks maybe a month or so ago just the realization that that I've pretty much been phoning it in for the year and and that you know obviously we're gonna have ups and downs and and um, you know um, desert times and and mountaintop experiences in our spiritual walk and um, and that's sort of par for the course and and uh, you know God's okay with that and and uh, is, is always going to be right there waiting for us um, but I think the thing for me that was like the wake up call is that I had convinced myself that it was okay. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I 
been uh, doing like a, a um, you know, read the Bible in a year plan and uh, intentionally reading through the Bible and, and making notes, um, journaling things um, for my son specifically with the, with the plans on gifting him the Bible that, that I'm writing in um, at some point on, the, on his manhood journey. Um, but, but I had allowed myself to say that that was enough, that, that that was the engagement that I needed. And, and so I had let slide a lot of other stuff, um, in terms of just worshiping or, uh, praying and spending quiet time with God. And, um, and so, um, like I said, you know, like a month or so ago, uh, just realizing like, I was doing that really not even for myself. You know, the, the goal of, of what I was doing was to be able to get this to Aiden uh, eventually. And and so I was, you know, telling myself, I'm reading the Bible, you know, pretty much daily. Um, you know, I'm, I'm praying through things that I want to write or, um, you know, praying for God to, to show me a verse um, that I could highlight or, or whatever. Um, but I wasn't really engaging. And so... Uh, trying to get back into that that's tough yeah you know not to beat the physical horse to death but uh, you know you you let some of those muscles atrophy yeah uh, and then it's it's work to get back um and uh and that's been one of the things that i've I've struggled with a lot um is is uh having to work to do the spiritual disciplines uh you know the the works mentality versus the the grace um you know piece of it i've always landed more on that works mentality and so i'm fighting for that belief in the grace um that that he is just waiting there for us um to come back uh, and we don't need to earn it we don't need to do something for it and so so i've always kind of waffled back and forth between these highs and lows of i'm gonna i'm gonna do all these things because of the things that we're supposed to do yeah and then feeling like oh well, crap i'm just doing it because i feel like i'm supposed to do it and so i'm not like actually trying to connect um you know but but needing to do the work and to show up which is really all he asks of us um, you know that that's been it's been challenging and and i don't you know not challenge in the sense that we're talking about but it, it's definitely been challenging to to re-engage in that way and, and try and build some of those muscles back um but ultimately for the good and uh, you know it, it's better you know a couple weeks later on than it was a month or so ago and, and so looking forward just like with the physical uh, and running or triathlons or whatever um, you know looking forward to what what's coming once those muscles are, are built back up and uh, you know and, and i'm engaging in the way that uh, that i should be with him on a consistent basis i like that i also like um you talk about phoning it in and I think about how oftentimes within my group of men, how I can act a certain way or do a certain kind of thing and not get called on my BS. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I just know what's required of me um, and how easy it is for me to go on a nightly basis and say a quick prayer for the boys before they go down and, uh, and then being called out on it, especially by my Jonah. Jonah's called me out on it a couple of times saying, Hey dad, why, why did you, you know, I want you to pray yeah. for me. And I'm like, 
I just did, bud. He goes, no, you just said what we did today. Like, I want you to pray for me. I'm like, dude, you're four. Like, <laughs> Back off, man. Back off, you know. No, but um, no, and so that's a reminder to me that, you know, like the whole, you know, somebody's always watching. And, mm. and uh, you know, I watched that Smart Every Day video not too long ago. Um, was it epoxy? You know, putting the uh, putting the mask on yourself first yep. before putting on your kid. And it just, you know, the the idea behind challenging myself spiritually for me has been going back to the um and it's it's it was originally hey i'm going to set the example for my kid right i'm going to i'm going to show my kid what a man of god looks like that's my goal that's my that's my my you know motivation to to want to do yeah. that and i had to stop and check myself and be like whoa hey you know he's not the one who's going to get me into heaven right but like it's it's on me you know yeah. and how am i going to um better my relationship with God, right? It's in, and as much as I love my son, as much as I love my sons and I want to have those relationships with them, it is important for me to have that relationship with yeah. with the father. And so Well that's one of those one of those really kind of insidious ones though, right? Of like that sounds good and noble and uh, you know, coming from I think the way most of us approach um life or, or particularly parenting is you know I want to be able to give my kids the next level that I didn't have in whatever area that is financially, spiritually, um, you know, and so it sounds good yeah, for us to say, I'm going to do this for them. Right. Right. But specifically in the spiritual area, it, it does. It, it has to be about us. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and we can't fall into that trap of saying, well, I I'm going to, and the benefit's going to come to them. Oh, yeah, right? for sure. Because yeah. if you're actually doing that and you're walking in that life, mm -hmm. you know, it's going to be better for your family just all over the place. Mm -hmm. um, but it has to come from that right heart. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, and I like what we're hitting on here as far as there's a difference between doing things that are spiritual or religious and engaging in the spiritual challenge that's being presented. Yeah. Right. So, Tom, you were talking about like you're doing a good spiritual religious thing in doing this Bible in a year and, you know, writing down meaningful things for Aiden for whenever you pass, you know, this thing on to him. And, Mike, you're, you're doing a good spiritual thing in, in praying over your children. Right. But, but the invitation is to accept a challenge that goes deeper than just doing a thing that qualifies as spiritual. Yeah. Right. Like it would actually be disobedient for me to sit in my chair and do Bible in a year if the spiritual invitation is go discipline your body. Right. 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 Like it, it, it would be spiritually disobedient to only do, you know, Tom, your, your notes for Aiden in this thing that you want to give to him someday. Right. If the challenge is something else, something is for you or Mike, like you said, like put the mask on yourself. Yeah. And I feel like that's the tension with some of these things around the idea of challenge, whether it's physical or mental or spiritual or one of my favorite episodes from that whole series, Relational. Right? Like there are good things to do that check boxes or qualify as, you know, something in that category. But that if that's not the challenge that's being presented to you at the time. Right. It's not the same. Right. Yeah, it's good. So speaking of, what's relational challenge looked like lately? What's been the invitation? 
That's a good one because that one always gets kind of put off to the side, <laughs> uh, right? We always it's really easy to come. Oh my notes, Marty. I had physical, spiritual, mental. Well, we even tacked it on last time. Yeah, right. It was, just, it was like an add-on to the conversation. I'm always reminded of the shirt that um, a couple of my buddies have worn, and I actually have one too now. Um, that reads, "Husband, Father, Protector, Hero." And how easy it is for me to forget the first name or the first, you know, thing that I'm called on that list is is husband. Um, throughout our blog posts, throughout our conversations, I'm always talking about the boys. I'm always talking about the father, the ideal image of the man that I want to be for them. And it's easy for me to forget the man that I am trying to be for my wife, right? And the man I'm trying to be for her. Um what I mean by that is even nightly routines, right? I, I give the boys a bath. I brush their teeth. We read the book. We pray together. We have this awesome routine. And then I go sit on the couch and we, me and the wife figure out what we're going to do on Netflix. And I'm like, that is not engaging. Like, that is not. I mean, okay, I'd love to be able to just cop out and say, oh, I'm exhausted. It's been a long day. It's been rough. That last hour of bedtime routine took the last bit of energy I had out of me. Um, but that's not fair and that's not fair to her at all. And so we actually had a conversation recently about, um, ways we can engage, I guess, challenge our relationship more. And ultimately what I came down to is I would love to put more responsibility on her to say, well, pick a date night, pick a this and I'll, I'll participate. I'll be in it. Yeah. Um, but man, I got him and. Not trying to sound machismo, Matt. Not trying to sound like you know a good old boy, but it's I need a man up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I need to be that dude that says if I care about my wife, if I want to be the loving husband that I set out to be, then I need to be able to take control of whatever situation that is, and that means taking my wife out on a dang date, right? Like, hey, I'm gonna just take her out. I'm gonna figure the the logistics out. I'm gonna call up. Whoever it is, you know, and say, hey, can you watch my boys for a couple hours? They're Tom. probably going to be sleeping. Call Tom. <laughs> you know, they love the back of your truck, John. They, they, <laughs> it's true. You, all you have to do, yeah, do is pull the back of the truck up and let them jump around in the back of the truck. That'll occupy them for hours. That's fair. Um, but no, I, I think it's it's important for me to challenge myself that way. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually glad you brought that up, John, because it is a um, a good reminder for me on, on on what I had just talked about last week that I already forgot about today. So I'm... If I had my journal right now, I'd be writing it down saying, go back to that. So um, tomorrow morning in my to-do list, it's going right back up there to, to figure mm-hmm. out a way to, to, to challenge challenge myself um, in building that relationship. So. Yeah. I think for us, the last couple of months have been um, not like a reset, um, but a reworking. Uh, obviously, you know, we, we brought home kid number four. Um, and simultaneously, I started working from home. Um, and just a couple of weeks after that, the kids started doing school at home. And so there's been a lot in um, just our day-to-day scheduling mm-hmm. that has been different. And so we've needed to engage um, much more frequently and in much different ways on how we're going to do stuff, um, you know, we're both still trying to figure out, you know, what can I be involved in during the day? Mm-hmm. Um, so that 
I don't feel like um, like I'm constantly being pulled from work. Um, and so she doesn't feel like she's got to carry it all, even though I'm, you know, physically present. Um, and so that's been tough. You know, there, there have been, um, conversations that we've needed to have and needed to engage in that, um, that I think in some ways we, we thought, you know, we we should be past this. We shouldn't need to be having this conversation anymore. Um, and just the, the shift of things. Uh, has necessitated re-engaging in in some of those conversations, um, you know. But but also, uh, this is really recently. Uh, you know, there's there's the challenge, like Mike was saying, about stepping into that role and and um, being the husband that we are called to be and leading in that way. Um, and so, you know, there's there's been a lot of of the day-to-day stuff that that has fallen to my wife because she is at home um, with the kids and um you know but we uh we just had to have a hard conversation um just a couple days ago because i tried to step into that leadership role and then i felt like there was pressure there um and so relationally that's that's some place that that we haven't gotten to yet um you know that um there was there was something in the way that that i acted and something in the way that she reacted and um that that just didn't sit well with either of us um and so there's there's work to do you know in, in terms of uh figuring out how i can better step into that leader role and yeah. have her trust um you know what my heart is for our family and, and that I can, you know, uh, accept the, the feedback that she has because a lot of times we think, Oh, I'm going to be the leader and like, we're just going to do what I want to do. Right. And that's, sure. that's not what God is calling us to, yeah. um, by any stretch. Uh, and so, you know, there's, there's some work that has to be done. There's some challenge that, that we need to be able to step into. Um, in order to, to move forward and, and continue to get better, which um, is you know it's kind of crazy because like I said, there's there's some of this stuff that you feel like well, we should have this all figured out already mm-hmm. at this point, but yeah, so <laughs> yeah, it's been interesting for Brooke and I. Um, you know, we've we've passed now the year and a half mark of living in a renovation, and that's, I mean, that's not usually an easy thing for people to do and then you you add in the the hope for and the waiting for children that predates the renovation and that's not an easy thing to do and you put those things together that's not an easy thing to do (laughs) and and so you know continuing to navigate that over the last almost two years now i feel like we've done a pretty remarkable job of doing it well. Um, and I know Brooke would agree with me on that. I mean, she's one of our most loyal listeners. And so I know she's going to be listening to this within 24 hours of it being released. And she'll probably nod her head right now that that we've navigated it well. But even just recently, one of the things that came up for me was, I think I was starting to feel the pressure of, well, we should be further along. Mm. 
right? In the house renovation, in the adoption process, in, in all of it. And I've reverted back to, to some of my earlier, more broken, more, you know, process-oriented thinking and was starting to think about all the ways that we could get more done if I could just do this and she could just do that. Mm. And I mean, it was just, it was just last week. And like, I, I had to, I had to really take a, a hard look in the mirror at what I was starting to expect of myself in an unhealthy way and what I was starting to expect of Brooke in an unhealthy way. And I was choosing efficiency over connection. Mm. And I, Mike, I, I think I had a blog post about that at some point too, yeah, but, yeah. um, and I really got checked, mm. um, spiritually. Um, and then Brooke and I had a conversation where I, I really just kind of had to apologize to her of like, this, this wasn't intentional and it wasn't overt but I've realized that I've been slipping back into some old patterns and some old behaviors where it was just, it was all about let's get the next thing done because wouldn't that be such a good thing? And I was missing opportunities for connection. Mm -hmm. I was missing opportunities to make it about us. And instead I was making it about the next thing. And as she always is, she was so kind with it. And, um, and so today I mean, we, we got some things done at the house. We were elbows deep in insulation up in the attic for a while and then moved a bunch of furniture around that we had already moved three other times over the course <laughs> of the last year and a half. But I mean, the end result was like we felt a sense of accomplishment, but we had done it together. Yeah. And rather than, you know, divide and conquer and, and do things that maybe would have accomplished a wee bit more in the same amount of time we did things together that actually brought a greater sense of accomplishment and more importantly, a greater sense of connection. Yeah. And, and so that's been my challenge is even as I'm staring at what feels like not only the clock, but the calendar of like, this isn't just minutes and hours, but this is months and years now to be willing to go slow enough to focus on the relationship. That's, that's continuing to check me in some uncomfortable places, but continuing to pursue that has continued to bring really, really good things yeah. into the midst of our relationship. Yeah, that's really good. So, I don't know. I, I, we enjoyed this trip down memory lane, going back to one of the the series that we did in 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 season one. Mike, please edit some of that out for me. <laughs> that was awful. Uh, we've enjoyed this trip down memory lane. One of our most enjoyable series from when we first got this started, and taking the chance to recap physical, mental, spiritual, relational challenge has been a lot of fun for us. And, and so hopefully there's been something here in the midst of it that that has prompted what I'm sure for those of you especially that have been following with us for a while, that desire to be challenged. It seems to be growing. It seems to have gotten deeply embedded. 
somewhere along the way where we're willing now to risk and, and to rise up and accept triathlons <laughs> or ultra marathons or simply letting go of efficiency in the name of relationship. And so, as always, this is about community and about communication. So we'd love to hear the challenges that you're embracing. Uh, we'd love to hear if the challenges that we're choosing to embrace are helpful, are resonating. Um, so as always, connect with us over social media, drop us an email, whatever the case. But we appreciate you all being on this journey with us. We'll see you next time. Before you go, we just wanted to take a quick minute to thank you for being a part of the conversation and taking on this journey with us. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app and throw us a like or write a review. All of that helps other people find our show. If you're looking for more, head over to our website, strong-towers.com, and sign up to receive notifications whenever we release new content. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at strong underscore towers. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, We Are Strong Towers to keep the conversation going throughout the week. If you want to support the show, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash strong towers for your chance to score some strong tower swag and get access to exclusive content. We appreciate y'all and we'll see you back here real soon.